Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Match Week 10 of the Torch Podcast, New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC's For the Fan, By the Fan Podcast. I am your primary host at the moment. As you know, if you've been listening, my name is Ryan Moore. My wife, who is typically our co-host and my partner in crime, is currently out being an artist in Massachusetts. So this is the family episode. I have my mom, Charlotte, and my dad, Bob, here with us as our co-hosts. They attended their very first Gotham FC game. And, you know, before letting my mom jump into the seven points, as I'm sure you're all chomping at the bit for, I'm going to talk real quick about who we had out, which was Carly Lloyd, as we know, is Olympic duty. Evelyn Viennes, Olympic duty for Canada. Kaylin Sheridan is out doing the Olympics as well for Canada. And then, of course, our injuries. We have Mandy Freeman, still injured. So damn Lee has picked up a knock, as we know. And... Paige Monahan is still trying to get her speedy recovery under the way. So without further ado, I'm going to kick it off to Charlotte Moore and let her start our seven points against Chicago. Take it away, Mom. Okay, so we had a 2-1 win against Chicago. A lot of stoppage time. Imani Dorsey picked up a yellow card in the 10th minute. We played a very dominant first 45 with most of it taking place on the north pitch and getting the first corner kick at the 40th minute. Allie Long was very effective this game. Played a very good 45, consistent possessions and attack count with the breakthrough of her goal in the stoppage time of the first 45. Yeah, I mean, that... It was a pretty back-and-forth half. We dominated, really. One could argue that Chicago did have a lot of peppers on goal, but, you know, we stood pretty strong that first half. Second half, however, Dad, I'll let you take that one away. Okay. Well, thanks, Ryan. In in that second half, there was a a lot more back-and-forth, and and, uh, you could definitely see that the... The bulk of the half was really played still on the north end, even though we were headed to the south end uh, of the pitch. And we were, we were able to get a brace in the 70th minute when Midge went down in the box and consistent de- defensive showing we had, you know, helped lock down the Red Stars for basically the whole game. But then immediately following a red card in stoppage time against the uh, Red Stars, they turned right around, brought the, the ball back down the pitch and ended up scoring, um, wiping out Didi's clean sheet that would have otherwise uh, was so close in hand. It was. And I mean, you know, we, on that rewatch, we literally, it was, what was it? It was the 93rd minute that the announcer is literally like, hey, you guess what? There's only been two games in all the history of the NWSL that Chicago and Gotham, formerly Sky Blue, have been able to hold Chicago scoreless. Guess what? They've happened the last two games. And then what happens? We get a red literally two minutes later and then the goal, which I really do think that it we'll, we'll get to it later. Charlie, you've got something coming up on point four, but that'll get me to point three. And that is just we we got that goal finally in the 70th, which is a huge, huge brace because the last three games that we've seen, every team's approach in the league is to just chop Midge the minute she gets close to being dangerous. We saw that last week with the two free kicks right outside the box on the edge of the box. And we finally saw her get tackled to where she actually earned that penalty and put it away. And it really did help because, you know, we would not have gotten the result had we not had that brace. So Midge, again, 
doing what she does. Nothing new as a Gotham fan. We're used to seeing it at this point. All righty. So that, this is a quick one, y'all. We're, we're speeding through this because it was a good game, a good result. That gets us all the way to point four. Mom, if you want, you can go ahead and take that one. Sure. So for the second time this season and the second weekend straight, our opponents have gotten a red card. With that, we have also conceded a goal almost immediately after we go a woman up. It's like a switch is being flipped every time we get a red card. I agree with you. I mean, like, it, it's weird because you can see the mental switch happening of, of they just kind of, okay, we're already there. And it kind of turns off. And it was, I mean, I think we talked about it, Dad, on the when we watched the replay of there were eight bodies of ours around that box. And I think Chicago had four players. Yep. It, it was just a, it was a mental turnoff. In their mind, they had already gone to the showers. So just a, a moment of relaxation, um, in, in essence, you know, in the defensive relative to the defensive intensity that had been shown all game, and they just kind of, you know, let one in that that shouldn't have. Um, but uh, yeah, we we had plenty of defenders back. They just weren't weren't marking up, you know, their opposing player. Yeah, but I really do. I mean, like I said a little earlier. I have to contribute it to the commentator's curse. <laughs> he he did it. I mean, like it was, we were two minutes away, and this is an another interesting thing that we kind of talked about off the mic, and that was stoppage time. This game was a very interesting game for stoppage time because it really felt like action only took place in stoppage time, because both stoppage times were uh, you had four minutes in the first half, you had five in the second. They both ended up having a minute added to them and like playing through what right. what was there because of the happenings in stoppage time. You had an injury go down, you had a foul go down, you had certain things and, and situations happen to where no matter what stoppage time was, we were just going a little further, which is great. You want to see it, especially with the way that the game stopped so many times. You had a uh, it was a hot game. It was a hot game for us as the fans, especially on on the west side. Um, or facing the west side like we were, that we definitely had the sun in our face. It was not super comfortable for that first 45 for sure. And But it wasn't on the weather index actually to where they were. It was hot enough FIFA regulations to do water breaks. But no, but they, they, I don't think according to reg, but they because of when some of the stoppages happened, injuries, et cetera, it worked, it, yeah. it worked out. They did take some water breaks. Um, the ladies were cooling down with, with wet towels and all at, at those times. Well, you, you know, know and that then the really one Chicago player, yeah. you know, yeah. actually came, came down hard late in the first half and remained off of the pitch as you got to the end of, mm -hmm. of the 45, and they chose not to substitute. So they were playing down a person, right. you know, when we got that, that first goal late in stoppage time in the first half. One a good counterpoint to what you were saying, Mom, of, of number four with the the mental switch being turned off, and I didn't realize this until rewatch that when we did score that goal, we did score it with an advantage, which has been one of the things in the past two weeks that we've we've seen often is I mean, we had eighty minutes of, of a, a woman advantage last week. We had roughly three this week, and each time we, we are conceding a goal almost immediately. Just like that's for the best defense in the league, which we are, it's very odd to see happen and it's odd to see happen now. And I think that that kind of gets me to my point five, which is while I liked the lineup that we had 
last week and this week. The only real change between the two was where Gene, Tiani, and Kawasumi lined up. But my big question in point five is where is Kujo? Where is Jennifer Kujo, the destroyer that we saw last year, the linchpin, quite literally the heart and soul of our midfield? I'm very curious to to where's the grit? We need this little grit. We need the gumption at times of, okay, things are getting a little tedious, a little out of hand. We just need somebody to go in and smack the other team around. And that's what Cujo typically does, which I would kind of argue that it looks like she's probably in Freya Coombe jail because she got pulled out that one game and she hasn't actually started since. She got pulled out a little early after she picked out a yellow and... At this point in time, she hasn't really been back on the pitch as a starter. And Granted, how, when was that? How many games back? Oh, somebody's going to, I'm going to have to fact check myself on this one, but I want to say it was the last game that we drew. She picked up a yellow early on and had to be subbed out probably in the 50th, between the 50th and the 60th minute because the game was getting a little chippy and Freya did not want to chance going down. Which, look, I get it. You don't, I don't necessarily think we as Gotham are like the other teams that we're facing when we go down a person because I don't, I don't think that that switch is being flipped on the other side if that were to happen and we would be able to create because create, creating has been our issue. Our creativity has not always been there. Getting goals is how you win the game. Right now, we play a lot of defense, and we play really good defense, as you can see, and as we can see with the stats of, you know, 12 goals in, six goals against, 10 games in the season. That's not a bad, bad place to be. But the one last point that I want to make before getting into point six, and I know I'm kind of droning on, so I do apologize for anyone that's getting bored with my voice. The injury bug has bitten us again. Imani Dorsey went down. In the 80th minute, which really does get me right to point six and the whole interactions that we had with the the Chicago supporting fans and and the traveling fans, that is number six, that I get we're still in a pandemic world. It's still weird. It's nice to see people traveling again. It's nice to see traveling fan. And, you know, the Red Stars had a pretty decent-sized contingent. I'd assume most of them were husbands and, and family members. As someone who's like traveled to different games supporting my club across the country and the men's side and in the past and in the future will actually go and travel and support Gotham FC, which I'll get to a little bit in the end of the episode to let you know what's happening in the future with us. You got to be respectful of the home crowd. You, you just have to be respectful because at the end of the day, you're in somebody else's barn and that's where problems are going to be amplified if you're just a rude, unsportsmanlike dick, which honestly a lot of the Chicago supporters were not very nice. My PSA for the traveling fans is just show some class when you throw shade and when it comes back at you, swallow it. Because from a New York perspective and the entertainment industry at least, Chicago is where you go if you can't hack it in New York City. So (laughs) all of those cats came here to just act like they were part of the big city. To get to the side note that I alluded, I, Ryan Moore, will be traveling to the away game in Houston and sitting behind our bench and supporting our Gotham FC in Houston. Now, 
our podcast is a little little on the softer side this week. We do apologize, but without further ado, I will allow my mom to get us to 0.7, and that is our Lady Liberty of the Match. Yes, the Lady Liberty of the Match this week is Gina Lewandowski. She had a very consistent 90-plus, putting out fires and willing the team forward for the back line, as well as standing on her head and helping clear the ball constantly. Yeah, and shout-out to not only Gina, but Gina's family had a, a pretty big contingent there. Mm-hmm. And it, it was honestly kind of hard to see because they were right in front of all the Chicago fans that I just alluded to that were kind of, you know, not the nicest people and very much like, a, I don't know, they're a Chicago crowd. They're, they think they're big, but really they just live in a city in the Midwest that like is surrounded by cornfields. It's not that cool, honestly. So... Whatever, Chicago. We beat you. We beat you handedly. And uh, guess what? Now we're going to beat you again. So without further ado, we will wrap it up and give you our around the league. Around the league, interestingly enough, this week, Gotham was the only team that got the result and also conceded. Kansas City and North Carolina Courage tied 0-0. You had... Orlando Pride get shell-shocked by O.L. Rain after their coach has literally left them high and dry to go pursue other career opportunities for whatever reason. Then you have Houston Dash, who I'm going to go see play our Gotham next week, lose to Portland by one. Of course, you had our Gotham beat the Red Stars 2-1, to one. And then last but not least, Racing Louisville ended up losing 0-2 to two against the Washington Spirit. And I'm going to pass it to my dad in order to talk about the table before we wrap it up and wish you guys a good week. Yeah, so thanks. It, it's interesting, you know, looking at the, the table and how everything is uh, right now. Obviously, you know, Portland is... Um, sitting on top with a solid 22 points, you know, thus far. And, um, and then there's a, a big grouping, you know, led by Gotham um, at 19. Uh, you've got what the Spirit out of Washington at 18. Um, Chicago Red Stars, North Carolina, they're both sitting with 17. Houston and Orlando are sitting with 16. So you've got a, a, a large number of uh, the teams in the league kind of sitting at that 16 to 19 range right now and uh after you get through those you get down to the ol rain at, at 13 um louisville is uh sitting at 11 and and the kc football club uh unfortunately really is only sitting at four said as a missouri native and uh need to bring it up kc but most importantly gotham needs to continue the strong work and uh, uh close that gap between them and where they are with portland right now so those are the uh, the standings or the table, and uh, hope to to watch more positive work coming out of the uh, Gotham FC football ladies. Yeah, and just also a note on that: we technically have one game in hand on Portland, so the possibility is there for us to draw even on points. Mm-hmm. And. Something that cannot go understated in this league of only 10 teams is two wins in a row. That's six points. Six points, I mean, 
we had 13 points two weeks ago, and we were literally at that playoff line of the top six actually going to the playoffs. Two consistent showings and results. And we're in the second. We're yeah. right mm-hmm. under the yeah. best team in the league that we know we can play. And that's the thing. I really do think, and I've been saying this since, um, since the Challenge Cup, that the way that this league is forming and the consistency in the results between Gotham and Portland, I would be very surprised to not see a final of Gotham and Portland. These two teams are built in a way that they're they're almost buying time to just duke it out and win a championship because they're just the heavyweights. You got the heavyweight in the East, which at this point has to be Gotham. We've got the best defense. We've shown that our offense, I mean, that two-to-one goal ratio is still huge, especially in this league where it's like a league where it's clearly a, a one-to-two goal league. Right. You know, there are some, don't get me wrong, there are some teams that can put five goals on a team, but that doesn't happen often. And if we can keep consistently getting clean sheets like we do, consistently keeping our goal differential at a very good positive rate, I would like to see our Gotham FC lift a trophy at the end of the season. Whether that's possible or not, I don't know, but I can always hope and dream. And again, For anyone listening to this podcast, thank you very much. This has been The Torch with Ryan Moore and the people who put Ryan Moore into existence. (laughs) So thank you for listening. And again, I hope to have a really cool pod for you next week as I'm going to see Houston and see an away game of our Gotham FC play in Houston. And I really, really would like to have another good result to talk about with you next week. And just so you know, there will also be some surprises, guest hosts next week. So please stay tuned. And again, I appreciate all the love and support from anyone willing to listen to this. Thank you.